yes. from the northwest. Van City. Oh, desire. Uh, I like chilling. Monday night, raw watching. Yeah. Me and Danny O at the Sky Dome. When it's in town, my peoples know I just be regular. regular. So haters start dissing. But steady, reciting my lyrics up with my in their mouth. They swallowing, talking about they need some oxygen. Uh, People need to know. Chocolate, they're moving no slow mo. Into women like a Gano. That's right. In the words of the legendary Shaw Claire, we like to watch some Monday Night Raw. And this is Cooking Up Raw. This is episode six. From the six. In the six. Okay. Six, 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 six. <laughs> it's your host, Come Addy. And I got Sinad with me again. And we As got always. a special edition of Raw because it's the Royal Rumble Raw. A. Free Never pay-per-view before. on TV. That's what I like to see, man. The Royal Rumble Raw. And Raw is now two hours. No hype for it, though. No, not announced last week. Just It's just suddenly two hours. Yeah, we, we get told it's two hours. But, hey, we get two title matches tonight. Not one. That's right. Two. And they're really happening. No bait and switch tactics. Nope. <laughs> no bait and switch. They are really happening. Just like the Rumble. So like I said, Raw is from the Skydome tonight in our hometown of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It is called the Royal Rumble Raw. For whatever reason, I don't know. Spoiler alert, there is no Royal Rumble match t- tonight on this Raw. Hey man, Vince says otherwise, man. He <laughs> says it's not. he's not baiting the audience. No bait and switch tactics here. On this episode, dude. So we open up with a video showing the crowd around the stadium and the entrance. We got a replay of the finish of the Royal Rumble with Austin eliminating Bret Hart, even though he was eliminated. And first thing I want to note is uh, this episode of Raw is weirdly lit. Like, the sky don't oh, look dark, lighting. doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like, like, um, like one of those, um, like it had that house show type of light, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we're just like dark. The episode looked older than ninety seven. Like it, yeah. I looked like I was watching like something from ninety three, and I'm like, why did they mess up the lighting so bad? Well, I, I um, how they said t- they said they had twenty five thousand people in the audience, but then the the, the sky dome can hold a lot more, so I guess they didn't want to show the empty seats. Yeah, for for some reason throughout the show there were still <laughs> mad people outside. <laughs> And and there's no like screens outside the Sky Dome either, so it's not like you could be watching outside. What are you talking about, man? They're, they're watching on their uh, they're listening on the radio. Yeah. Okay, so the beginning match is Vader versus Austin. Austin comes out, he gets a sizable pop from the Toronto crowd. Brett comes in from behind and attacks Austin. They begin brawling, and Vader pulls Brett off Austin. They begin trading punches, and the officials fill the ring. Brett is then escorted outside by the officials. Vader gets back in the ring, and the bell rings. Vader has Austin in the corner, or Austin has Vader in the corner, and he stops a mud hole in him. Vader spits on Vader. Vader. Austin spits on Vader in the corner, and Austin turns around to take off his vest as he gets hit by Vader. Vader hits Austin with a clothesline and taunts the crowd. Vader has Austin in the corner and hits him with rights to the head. Falls it with the short-arm clothesline or the Rainmaker. He then goes for a Vader bomb but changes his mind for a moonsault. 
The ref stops the tr uh, tries to stop Vader. Vader pushes the ref, and Austin hits Vader with a low blow. Austin has Vader in the commercial, knocks over the ref, and we go to commercial. Austin has Vader in the corner, not commercial. <laughs> Wait a minute. Macho Mania right now. Okay, so we come back from commercial. Vader hits Austin with a splash for the two count. Austin scoops on Vader. Goes uh, to the top row to hit his signature elbow and knocks uh, Vader kicks out for the two count. Both men move to the corner, trade punches. Vader knocks down Austin. Austin hits Vader with another low blow with a backwards kick. Austin is then trying to choke Vader with, a, with his boot, but the ref is doing the five count and trying to stop him. Austin grows tired of the ref's involvement throughout the match and nails him with a stunner. Vader rabbit punches Austin to the outside of the ring and tosses him into the ring post and throws rights to his face, but ends up being whipped into the steel steps. Both men continue to brawl into the aisle. There is no announcement, or I don't remember the bell ringing, but we learn that Austin is DQ'd, as Vince tells us. So we get your winner, Vader, via disqualification. What you think of this? <laughs> um... I liked the concept of the match. Like, I was, it was a match I was interested in watching. A heel versus heel, Austin versus Vader. But uh, I feel I feel like it was just like a glorified brawl, more than a match. Which is I, like I was the... I was still I was still entertained by it, but it was uh pretty short. You know, I think it was only around like four five minutes maybe. Yeah, we got a lot of short matches tonight. Yeah, they they they, they really put a lot of matches into the chart. But yeah, um, I mean, I'd rather have this than than like, I mean, this was, you could you could like if this like you could just switch out the match for like a a brawl. Well, I guess they wanted to like keep the audience like interested with like a prospect of the match between the two instead of just like having them just fight randomly just open the show. Yeah. And they just and they did the Brett run in, which would be a which would lead to the Austin run in later in the night. So. Well, it makes me feel weird that there was no Brett match tonight. Yeah, especially yeah, well, being in Toronto. Like, well, we would get a lot of Brett on the show. We would still get a lot of Brett despite yeah. him not having a match. But yeah, now that you mention it, no Brett. It's a weird idea. Wouldn't no Brett match in Canada? Mm -mm. What are you doing? What are you doing? I <laughs> I didn't. Like, why was there no announcement of a DQ? Where was the bell? Where was the where was Hard Finkel to tell me? I'd be so confused. Hey, man. <laughs> Austin knocked out the ref. The ref couldn't do it. He was knocked out. Vince had to, Vince had to do it. Vince had to call yeah. it from commentary. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I, thought, I, thought, I just thought it was a no contest or something. But hey, a DQ is a DQ, man. <laughs> can't put your hands on the referee. You can't. I mean, but there's a lot you could do. You can use the steel steps to hit someone, and it's not a DQ. Oh yeah, you can you can low blow people. But oh, you can't hit 90... your own partner with a steel chair and smile. Oh no, no, you can't. Nope. As we learned, you can't get yourself disqualified here. Uh, oh. No. So we get a Thursday uh, Raw Thursday promo that will be live on February thirteenth, which is a Thursday, just in case you forgot. Uh, we won't be dropping our episode on February 13th. We'll be just doing it on the 9th or the 10th. Yeah. So we won't. We record Thursdays anyways. So 
it's always Thursday Raw Thursday in here. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday Raw Thursday next week, and we get HBK versus Psycho Sid. Who who's your pick for that? Who, who's my pick for that? Well, I know who goes into Mania as champion, but I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if Sid wins it here though. So I I'm gonna say Michaels retains it and Sid picks it up later on the road to Mania. Okay. So we get Flash Funk versus Savio Vega. Jim Ross comes out during the nation's entrance and tries to interview Savio for his actions at the MSG house show last week. Savio says he does not care what anybody thinks and that the nation of domination will rule the WWF. Before we go to commercial, Vince tells us again that there will be two title matches tonight and that he means it. This is not a bait-and-switch tactic, an obvious shot at WCW. I don't know. I didn't watch Retro last week or not since the first week of the, the year, so I don't know if they've done anything. But, yeah, he, he keeps taking shots at WCW. So, Savio Vega counters a clothesline into a sidewalk slam and chokes Funk. Funk now math, uh, mounts his babyface comeback, blocking right and landing a back body drop on Savio. Hits him with a clothesline and signals for a move. He then takes Vega to each corner and hits him in the face each time. If this was a strap match, he would have won. Flash Funk hits Vega with a top rope splash. Reverse. I don't know how to describe this move. It was almost like a frog splash, but he rotates. He... So he's facing Vega, but then as he jumps, he rotates to be facing the corner. Hey, Amen. It's, you know, it's needs... weird. It's it's weird, but it's it stands out. It's hey, not, it's I don't, not I don't doubt too cold Scorpio. Okay, so whatever. <laughs> then he hits Crush with the uh, on the outside with a crossbody from the top rope. Funk then goes for a moonsault. He misses, and then Savio Vega pins him for the win, and we get your winner, Savio Vega, via pinfall. How do you feel about Flash Funk so far, or uh, Too Cold Scorpio? You, do you feel he was a good acquisition from ECW? Flash Funk? Yeah. Um. Was, I, 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 this is like my first time actually watching him. And I've only this. I think this is only the second time we've seen him actually on a show. On we've seen him in the Rumble. Hmm. He wasn't. Was in he the in Rumble. last week's Raw? Was he? Was he in the Rumble? Yeah, he was in the Rumble. No, Flash Funk. I only remember him in the Rumble. I don't. I don't think he was. I don't think he was on last week's Raw. But yeah, um, I don't know what type of an opinion I have on him. This this uh, this match was pretty short. I think another four minute match. I think it was more to get Savio over than anything. Yeah, okay. What was was Flash Funk a big like uh not well not a big name, but was he like a pretty known guy in ECW? Yeah, he's too cold Scorpio. Too cold i I've never heard of that. Is he, I've never heard of him. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he looks like a jobber, man. Like if he looks like a jobber. Sounds like a jobber. I'm gonna treat him like a jobber. He's got the swagger, man. Come on. 
outfit with that outfit with that deep V neck he had going on. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like Oops. this is where, like, if you look at Too Cold Scorpio, uh, don't go check his Wikipedia picture. But like, if you check Too Cold Scorpio, oh shoot, they're showing me the Flash Funk stuff. Let's let's go see Too Cold Scorpio ECW. He looks cool, man. Yeah, right. Just too, looks like he comes out with a do rag, a high flying guy. It's like if Teddy Long decided to shave off. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's it's. <laughs> hey man, he didn't have that swag. He has Flash Funk, man. Sorry to say. Uh, Flash Funk, they got him dressed as a pimp. Like Google Flash <laughs> Funk and see the pictures they got for him. Hey man, Flash Funk didn't have it. Didn't have his. He didn't have his entourage with him today, though. Hey man, just Cold Scorpio is such a better name than Flash Funk. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's that's one of the he, ECW he, acquisitions. I've never heard of. Along with Austin and Mankind. So Vega walks down the aisle to receive a hug from Farouk. We go on break and we have shots of people still outside the Sky Dome. So people have not made their way in, apparently. Jim Ross introduces Psycho Sid, who gets a sizable pop, and is walking down the aisle and dapping up the fans. We get an overhaul. That's my voice. That's my voice. He's the, he's the people's champion, dude. <laughs> you call him the people's champ? <laughs> Yo, he's a, he's a heel dapping up, <laughs> dapping up his fans, man. Yeah, he's the ruler and master of the world. He's that he is alongside the shot of the, the sky the, dome. And I, I like the shot, even though we get it like five more times throughout the night. So Ross asks Sid what he thinks about HBK. Sid says that they have a relationship like a roller coaster, a friendship on the edge of madness. He says that evil is just evil. And sometimes we confuse it for happiness. And in his case, Evil showed up at the Survivor Series, and maybe for HBK, Evil showed up at the Rumble. Sid says, but when the ride is over and the smoke clears, he will be standing as the master and the ruler of the world. <laughs> Dude, Sid's, Sid's the best, man. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you can hate on Sid. You can't hate on Sid. Sid's the best. Because my I favorite know character what he does in, in WCW. This what? Because I know what he becomes in WCW. That's why I don't care much for him. Wow. Sid's the best. He's the master of the world. How are you gonna I'm going to play a Sid Vicious promo just, for you right now. I just, I just find, he's, just, he's such a captivating character to me, man. He's got the look. He's got that. He's got the character. I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just like me some Psycho Sid. And it's been a while since we've actually seen him on Raw, so... Well, he was confused. But you know and I know that you're only half the man that I am! And I have half the brain that you do! Brain that you do. And I have half the brain that you do. Half 
enjoy Sid while he's good. Enjoy Sid while he's good. This is Prime Sid then? <laughs> but I'm... Yeah, this is Prime Neil Sid. I mean, I don't know much about uh, Sid Justice during his... That's uh, his name in WCW? Mm. No, that was his uh, name when he oh, invented oh, WrestleMania. Back that, early, his, early, his early name. Early Sid, yeah. Sid Justice into Psycho Sid. And he was... What was his name in WCW? Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious, okay. Yeah. So we go to commercial. And one of the commercials is the Superstar Line, or the Hotline. Asking, where has Yokozuna and Brian Pillman gone? Legitimate questions. Where have they gone? I don't know. I didn't decide. I bothered. I couldn't call. <laughs> <It's> num- <laughs> the number's blocked out on the network. <laughs> don't call this number anymore. Yeah, like, this, this number's no longer active. But yeah, but were, were, were Yokozuna and Brian Pillman on the roster during this time? Uh, Pillman, just recently, because remember he had the Pillman had a gun segment not too long ago. Yokozuna... I'm pretty sure they already let him go because he couldn't lose weight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm wondering. Like, these are like these are names I recognize, and I haven't seen them since like the jet, ja- the first jet, ja- like the first January of Raw. So, like, where are we? Like, not even on the roster. Yeah. Get, Imagine having guess... a line like that today. You just <laughs> at WWE and be like, "Hey, where has uh, where's Jeff Hardy been? Where's Matt Hardy been?" For the <laughs> where's Jeff? So we got a backstage interview with the tag champs, Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. Owen is asked about eliminating the Bulldog. Owen says to stop uh, to tell he tells Vince to stop stirring up controversy and that Owen tried to eliminate Austin. We go back to the scene of Bulldog calling Owen an idiot, and Bulldog says he tried to save Austin from Owen, and they begin to bicker. We move to the next match, is our tag team championship match between Owen Hart and the British Bulldog versus Doug Furness and Philip LaFon. We return from break, the challengers are in the ring already. The champs come out to Bulldog's theme, but without Clarence Mason. Owen says to the camera that he hates Canada, and he forgot he lives here. (laughs) Still healing it up. God give it to Owen. Yep. We got replays of the finish from last week's Raw. This time, Jim Ross uh, joins the announce team with Vince and Doc Hendricks. Ross clarifies that Clarence Mason is deep in the affairs of the nation and that Owen and Bulldog have no affiliation to the nation. So they're just clients. You can say Clarence Mason is the advocate for the nation of domination and the tag team champions. So, LaFon tries to hit Bulldog with a moonsault, but Bulldog catches him and goes for a signature power slam. LaFon reverses it for Bulldog to tag in Owen. We are told that Furnace has the flu, and Hendrix mentions that if the flu worked for HBK the way it does for Furnace, we might have new tag champs. So, are we getting a Furnace flu game tonight? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my boys, Labat Quad, winning in their home country of Canada. Neither of them are from Quebec. What? One of them. One of them asked to be Canadian, right? Furnace is from Ontario. And All right, there we go. There we go. We but mentioned hey, this on, like man. two episodes ago. 
Don't, this... don't, don't bring that up to me. <laughs> this time, Lafon has Owen in an armbar and he lets go. Owen kips up and is taken to the corner. Furnace is tagged in. Ross tells us that Furnace and Lafon are former All Japan Pro Wrestling uh, World Champions. Furnace hits Owen with a couple clotheslines and uh, Bulldog is tagged in. Owen is then tagged in again. Bulldog whips Furnace and ducks under Owen for Furnace to hit Owen with a spinning heel kick. Bulldog is tagged back in and they split the legs of Furnace. This is when I noticed that the ring uh, sounded weird during this match. It, didn't it sound like people were bowling? Bowling? Yeah, the, like the way... Anytime there was a bump during this match, it sounded like like pins being hit. I didn't necessarily. There was something off with the production of this show. We're in we're in Canada, man. Bizarre, we're in bizarro world, as yeah. they say. Every time we come to Toronto, yeah. Nowadays, so Hebner is occupied with Bulldog and Furnace. They had uh, as Furnace had Owen in a pinning combination, but Hebner notices too late. Bulldog is tagged back in for a double team. We are told that Hunter will defend his IC title against Mark Merrill tonight. Furnace then gets Bulldog in a small package, but is distra- uh, Hebner is distracted once again. Owen hits a netbreaker and wants to tag in the Bulldog, who is occupied with taunting the fans and flexing. Furnace gets Flex. a near fall on Owen, and now Owen and Bulldog get mad at each other when we go to commercial. We come back, and the Owen and Bulldog hit Furnace with a double clothesline. Owen is tagged in, and LaFon is finally tagged in with no reaction from the crowd. So, they failed at building up the hot tag. When, you, when the hot tag doesn't get a pop, you know, you know the smashes. The, the crowd's not involved. They didn't really work it. I mean, uh. So, LaFon hits both of them with a cold sign and heads butts both of them. LaFon hits Owen with a DDT for a three count, but... Owen's foot is on the ropes, but the bell still rings, even though the match continues. Oh, that, that threw me off entirely. I was like, wait, what's happening? Like- that bell, <laughs> I think the bell, uh, the timekeeper figured out he should have rang the bell from the Austin match and just did it now. Oh, so, so it's just a delayed, a very delayed reaction. Yeah, a match after. Matches. Like, oh yeah, Austin hit the ref. He did it. <laughs> the ref <laughs> So LaFon goes for a small package, but Bulldog breaks it up. Bulldog and Owen are double-teaming LaFon. Owen whips LaFon, but gets reversed, and Bulldog ends up tossing Owen over the top ropes, thinking that it's LaFon. LaFon gets hit with the power slam, and Owen gets counted out, claiming his knee was injured when he went outside. Owen then runs out down the aisle, still trying to sell the injury, and then Bulldog is visibly frustrated at Owen. Uh, oh yeah, and I forgot to say, <laughs> I forgot to say the finish of the match. I, I I don't even think they told us. So the winners of the match are Furnace and Lafon via countout, but still the tag champs Owen Hart and British Bulldog. Hey. So we got um, more hey, Furnace man. and Lafon. Huh? We got more Furnace and Lafon down the line. Yeah. Um, huh? This match was okay, you know. I was more, I was invested in this match more than the other cards. Were you more than more than the other in the undercard of, of of this card? Yeah, I didn't. Re- I liked this match more than the title match later in the night. Really, I, I like the, yeah. the intercontinental. You like the other, you like yeah. the intercontinental one? Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, I just I just like the chemistry between these guys so far, and and Owen just being Owen, you know, just adds all that more. And oh, faking the knee injury, dude, he didn't fake it. Well, that was that was a legitimate. He legitimately hurt his knee on that on that spot. You know what knee injury we we all hope is fake. Don't please, Seth Rollins. Why you had to bring? Why you had to? Why, why you had to bring this up, man? On that was Rollins' knee. Hey, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> that dramatic pause. <laughs> it, it's just because I'm not on the the tab for my notes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right, we get an Ahmed Johnson segment. We get a replay from the Rumble and his chase on the Nation from last week. Johnson says that if you saw some, you think you saw something at the Rumble, you ain't seen nothing yet. Ross uh, talks about last week and the whole chase over the Nation. Johnson replies that he's no longer on Prozac and that when he's off Prozac, <laughs> you don't know what might happen. What? What? You haven't seen his final form yet. <laughs> Is, oh my goodness. Is Prozac banned by the current wellness policy? I don't think. Is it Prozac? Prozac's antidepressants, right? Is it? I think so. I, I think so. I love how I spelt it wrong the second time, even though I spelt it right the first time. What, Prozac? Yeah, I spelt it like the, the band. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, man, hey. I'm a Johnson's a scary guy off his Prozac, man. <laughs> Telling you, you yeah. don't want to, you don't want to mess with him when he's when he hasn't taken that, the, the in that morning. So, Vince asks about Savio Vega, and Ahmed screams that Vega will pay along with the rest. He says, "Let the party begin." And Taker comes in, and he chokes Ahmed. Ahmed pushes his hand away and saying, "Dead man, you'll be even more dead." Taker tells Ahmed that he shouldn't go. If he goes now, he'll go alone, but if he waits, they'll take care of the nation together, and the camera is knocked away. So we get Crush versus Goldust as our next match. I noticed that during Goldust's entrance, the WWF logo is all gold. So little touches that they do during Goldust's entrance that I like. Goldust hits Crush with a big uh, clothesline, and he throws some rights on Crush, and then clotheslines Crush again to the outside of the ring, and then he goes to kiss Marlena. Crush goes back into the ring, Goldust gets the chop toehold, has Crush in an armbar. I believe we are told that SummerSlam will be in the Continental Arena this August, so SummerSlam tickets are on sale right now. But for us, not yet. Soon. Soon. Crush hits a scoop slam on Goldust, but is able... No. Goldust hits a scoop slam on Crush. No, I, I was right. I <laughs> My notes are so messed up. Dude, at the same time. No, so Crush <laughs> hit the scoop slam on Goldust, but Goldust is able to keep Crush in the armbar. At this time, Hunter comes outside and looks at Marlena. Goldust goes to the apron, but Crush attacks him and Hunter leaves. Crush then... Drops Goldust onto the railing. Crush throws Goldust into the turnbuckle and stomps on Goldust. Crush hits a leg drop 
and then goes uh, for a two count. Both men trade punches. Crush hits Gold Dust with a belly to belly suplex. He goes to the top rope and adjusts his gloves and tries to hit a punch from the second rope but misses. So he tried to do the Roman Reigns taunt from as an attack. He goes for a pile driver but is reversed into a backdrop. Gold Dust hits Crush with a DDT and follows up with some punches and a clothesline. Gold Dust goes for the curtain call, but the ref is distracted and Savio jumps in the ring and hits Gold Dust with a spinning heel kick, leading Crush to hit the heart punch for the win. And we have your winner. Heart Crush. punch. Tona Crush. With the heart punch. Best move ever. Dude. The, that's the most protected finish I've ever seen in WWF. WWE. No one hits out of the heart punch. More than the Cobra? That, those are two of the most legendary finishes in the WWE. Like, if you, like, it's, it just comes down to whoever hit the, the other first, you know? I'm telling you, you just have to hit your brother with a heart punch one day, and you'll understand. You'll understand the power. Yeah, just lie down for five seconds. Is it five seconds that they're incapacitated for? I don't know. <laughs> at least three, though, right? That's at least three seconds. No, no one hits out. So. But hey. So we go to more, more, more nation of domination, man. Yeah. More nation. We get the slam of the week. And I don't know which move of this was supposed to be the slam of the week. And it wasn't even from this week. So we get the slam of the week from the Royal Rumble, which happened two weeks ago. Shawn Michaels hits a flying forearm to Sid, kips up, and then hits his big elbow. And Sid's power bomb on the outside to Michaels. And that's your Stridex Slam of the Week. Which move, I don't know. Why not both? You Don't you mean all three? <laughs> Why not? Alright, stop it. Leave me alone. <laughs> so we get the Shawn Michaels segment. He comes out to a good pop with some booze. I'd just like to say that Shawn had amazing hair in 97. Because I was watching WrestleMania 25 the other day and... I don't I don't remember when Sean started balding and started just combing it over, but here in ninety seven it looks amazing. Hey. It's it's glorious in it in all its its full goodness. Prime prime hair, Sean prime Sean Michaels hair. Mm-hmm. The best quality about him. So HBK goes to hug Vince who interviews him. I, I find this weird because I'm looking back at this and like I'm thinking of the rumors from back in the day. The, do you know the rumor I'm talking about? Um, no. Enlighten me. Um, so apparently the rumor was that Vince and HBK had a relationship. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No. So anytime I see an interaction between these two, I'm like, ooh. That's what... <laughs> that, that was people... That was people's explanation for Vince being able to put up with all of Sean's crap. With the clip. Is that, is that they were, that's they were lovers? Well, if you look at it so far, nobody's interviewed Sean but Vince. <laughs> no, stop it. Don't make, don't put, don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to support evidence in this. Don't try, don't try to back this, this theory. <laughs> 
Hey, and he just hugged them, so. <laughs> so HBK is now booed as Vince acknowledges the partisan crowd. Vince asks HBK to rebuttal to Sid's comments earlier about the belt bringing out the evil in everyone. HBK says that Sid is a few cards away from a full deck, but he's absolutely right. He says that if you have to be bad to have the title, then he'll be the worst guy that anyone has ever seen. We see that Brett is in the aisle. Oh, HBK comments in the crowd. He says he doesn't have to worry about being popular. He worries about being number one. He's used to being disliked and that everyone used to hate Ali, but now Ali's the GOAT. HBK says that Brett can call himself the best that ever was, the best that ever is, and the best that ever will be. But there's one thing he can't call himself, and that's WWF champion. Brett now comes out with no music, and the crowd is cheering for him. Brett basically says, Muhammad Ali, more like Dennis Rodman, who's still a world champion, by the way. But he's not the GOAT. He ain't the GOAT. No. Brett says he tries to like HBK, but finds it harder and harder each time. He calls HBK a degenerate and a complete jackass. Let me just play the rest, and you'll hear it. The the matter is, we don't have to like it. As far as I'm concerned, you're nothing but a punk. Uh-oh. It's going to be a fight here. You can stop me anytime you want to. Okay, then I'll stop you now. So, HBK takes the mic from Brett. Austin jumps in. He attacks Brett, and they begin brawling on the outside. At this moment, Sid comes into the ring. Sid and HBK Detail, stare down as we go to commercial. Shot, Michaels. <laughs> huh? Oh, man. It's such a Sid thing to do to do a run-in and not even attack anyone. He just comes, He just does a run-in to yell at Sean, man. Yep. So we return and Ross tells us that Sid and Austin have left. HBK places the belt on the floor and the two have a stare down when HBK goes back to pick up the belt. But Brett steps on it and takes the belt and HBK takes off his vest. Brett then folds up the belt to present it to HBK. HBK reaches for it. Brett drops it and flips him off and the uh, crowd cheers. Brett leaves the ring. HBK then waves the belt to Brett, who's walking down the aisle and is booed from the crowd. Then we get HBK's music, and we can hear more boos. From that, we move on to the highlight of the night. We get the contract signing of one Jinder, I mean, Tiger Ali Singh. Jinder. Okay, man. Son of Muhammad. I mean, <laughs> Tiger G. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wow. Take, a, take a deep breath, man. Take your time here. Hey, 20 <laughs> years of brown characters, they keep they all make them look the same. <laughs> this is awesome. Right? I guess. But did you just say that this was the highlight the, the highlight of the night? Hey man, it's it's Toronto's own. Tiger Ali Singh. Dude, I, I, dude I, and he what he said, man, how he take the Canadian flag to greater heights or he, that are that equal to Bret Hart, man. He's got I the blessing him. of Bret right there. <laughs> He's doing stop. That's we're looking at. We're looking at the greatest, one of the 
one of the greatest Canadian wrestlers of his time, or soon to be, Tiger Ali's thing. I thought you were gonna say Jinder Mahal. I'm 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 not gonna say Jinder. You you said it. Or Muhammad Hassan. Or um, what's his Davari. face from the Authors of Pain? <laughs> wow, Sonny Dinsa. That's his real Stop. name. But shout out to Sonny Dinsa. Shout shout out to the Authors of Pain. Dude, in 2017. <laughs> and so we get brown. the next match. The Intercontinental Championship. Vince mentions again that, yes, indeed, we are having this match. It's not false advertising. We are told that there are no managers allowed ringside, and we are shown a clip from Superstars when Hunter's manager interfered, and then we're shown a second clip of Sable kicking The Undertaker during a match against Mero, thus leading us to have this stipulation. So we have a stipulation tonight, and we are told why, and it makes sense, right? Not like when the club had two refs. Two referees. Two referees. And I, we don't know why. We also get another promo of USA's La Femme Nikita. They keep uh, promoting this show. I think we should start watching this show. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> La Femme Nikita. So, Triple H, I mean Hunter. <laughs> Hunter the has game. terrorizing. <laughs> the king of kings Hunter has a side headlock and is whipped and Miro jumps over him ducks under him and hits two arm drag takedowns Miro hits a back, back body drop tosses Hunter outside of the ring and tosses Hunter into the post throws him back into the ring and goes for a crossbody over the, rape, the ropes from the apron but eats a knee to the midsection Hunter then hits a delayed vertical suplex taunts the crowd and does his bow and curtsy hits a knee to a prone marrow for a two count marrow whips hunter hunter reverses with his signature face buster hunter goes for a knife edge chops and kicks to the mid section and we go to commercial come back from the break uh hunter's face is hit into the canvas both men trade punches and marrow gets a her and karana marrow whips hunter into the turnbuckle but hunter ends up outside the ring Merrill goes for a somersault plancha and lands it on Hunter. He then goes for Hunter to throw him into the steps, puts him back into the ring, lands a leg drop over the ropes from the apron, gets a two count. Merrill then places him at the corner and goes for the ten count punches, but he doesn't hit all ten for whatever reason. Whips Hunter into the other corner but eats a big boot. Hunter goes to the top rope, but is crotched, and Merrill hits a Frankensteiner from the top rope for the two count. Merrill then runs into a backbreaker from Hunter. Hunter then goes to the turnbuckle, removes the padding, knees Merrill, and throws Merrill into the opposite corner. But he gets reversed, and that gets reversed again, and Merrill reverses it into a Samoan drop on Hunter. He then signals for the Merrill salt. And goes to the top rope. He hits the Merrill salt and gets a two count. Hunter then whips Merrill into the corner but stops himself as he sees the unprotected buckle. He hits Hunter with a back elbow and tells the ref to fix the turn buckle. Hunter then hits Merrill with a, uh, some brass knuckles from his boots and pins him to defend the Intercontinental Championship. And we have your winner and still Intercontinental Champion Hunter Hearst Helmsley via pinfall. 
What you think about this match? It was <clears throat> it was all right. Um, it was probably one of the longer matches on the card. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like I think it was more than ten minutes. But yeah, um, I didn't really care for Mark for the wild man, Mark Marrow. I know? liked it. You like you like the match? I like the match. I thought it was a good work rate. I thought we got a it was a lot of Mark Marrow offense, but it was unique. His wild man offense. Yeah, it was something I thought I would see today. You know, with the somersault plancha and you know the the marrow salt. You know, Mar- Mark Marrow isn't complete without Sable, though, man. Oh Come no, on. he's not. This match—that's what—that's—that's—that's that's, that's probably what—that's probably why I'm so sad. No Sable. No Sable. Okay. It was a good match. I like this better than the tag match. I, I like the tag. Team. I don't know. I I just like the what they have going in the, in between those two tag teams, and then but ascension between Owen and Bulldog right now. I, I don't care for Furnace and LaFawn at all. Dude, we're, we're on the up and up. This is, they're, they're, they're the equivalent to American Alpha. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just grasping at straws here. They're, but yeah, they're more like, like TM61. <laughs> wow. Stop, man. I actually like TM61. I just like their theme. I don't like their name. <laughs> hey. At least you got to look, man. Furnace and LaFont look as generic as it gets, dude. So, we get a the final replay from the Royal Rumble. We get King jumping into the ring and getting eliminated by Bret Hart. With it takes a king, man. Takes a king to know a king. What are you going to say, Jerry? What are you going to say? We get the main event. Farouk and Mankind versus The Undertaker and Ahmed Johnson in a no-holds-barred match. So finally, a real no-DQ match. Oh, yeah. Mankind and Paul Bearer come out with The Nation. We got a replay of the finish from last week with Mankind hitting Vader with a chair, smiling. We got a commercial of Thursday Night Thursday. Thursday Raw Thursday. Thursday night, Thursday. <laughs> what Just in I... case I forgot. Thursday Raw, Thursday next week. Ahmed Johnson gets a good response from the crowd as he enters with his giant 2x4. Taker and Ahmed start the match, landing punches on Mankind and Farouk, respectively. Ahmed lands a giant spine buster on Farouk, but gets hit with a low blow. Taker and Mankind fight in the aisle. Farouk puts Ahmed into the sleeper hold. Taker runs back into the ring and goes to work on Farouk. Ahmed then fights Mankind and hits his face in the steps. Farouk knocks down Taker, but Taker sits up and Farouk hits Farouk with a clothesline. Taker goes for all the old school. Ahmed chases after Clarence Mason backstage as Taker lands old school and then hits Mankind with a headbutt. Ahmed returns and attacks Farouk. Savio and Crush show up and we have a commercial break. Come back from break, Taker hits old school on Mankind, but he ends up in the Mandible Claw. Ahmed manages to break it up and goes for the Pearl River Plunge, but Farouk breaks the pinfall and goes for the Dominator and he lands it. Taker then sits up, breaks the fall. Mankind recovers and attacks Taker and Bearer hands a chair to Mankind. He goes to run to Taker to hit it, 
but Taker counters with a big boot. Ahmed is now fighting Crush on the outside of the ring. Vince says that these guys are not has-beens. They are men in their prime as Taker hits a chokeslam to Mankind. But Farouk attacks Vader, or sorry, Taker, while Ahmed is occupied with the nation outside. Ahmed returns with the 2x4 and hits Farouk in the aisle. Meanwhile, Mankind gets Taker with a neckbreaker. Mankind was given powder from Bearer, tosses it, but Taker manages to toss it into Mankind's face. Vader comes out and hits Taker with a splash. They go to double-team Taker. Vader hits Mankind with a chair after Taker ducks under. Taker is hit by a chair in the back from Vader but no sells it, punches Vader to the outside of the ring, signals for the tombstone, and lands a tombstone on the chair to Mankind for the win. And we have your winners of the match, The Undertaker and Ahmed Johnson via pinfall. And that's your Royal Rumble Raw from Toronto. Wait, what? What about what about the Rumble match? I was promised the Rumble match, man. No, you were just pro- promised a Rumble Raw. You weren't promised a Rumble match. Wow. Nice bait and switch there, Vince. We, we got participants of the Rumble tonight. <laughs> we got participants. Hey. We got, we got, we're, we didn't get the AAA guys. Come on, bring them back. You want heavy metal? No, I don't want heavy metal. <laughs> bring me Masteris, man. Bring me back the legend. The WWE Hall of Famer. Is he? Yeah, I got inducted like two years ago, dude. Mill Masters. Well, he is the uncle of a, um... <laughs> Of what do we what do we what do we call him in uh outside of the oh Alberto Del Patron yeah or Dos Caras Junior from back mm. in the day yeah what did you think about that match I liked it it was fun it was fast paced the crowd was hot that messed you up that's what I want to say that the crowd was because very... all four I think these are all four guys that the audience actually cares about. You know, there was one line that uh, Vince said that I wish he could hear himself say today. He says that all these guys are not has beens; they're men in their prime. Oh my goodness! If only, if only, if only he, 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 someone showed him this clip again in 2017. He'd be like, "What are you talking about, Brock and Goldberg? Have you seen them? They're in their prime." You're getting. Oh gosh. Let's enjoy 97. Huh? Because WrestleMania 33 is not. Oh gosh. WrestleMania 13 is not going to be good either. (laughs) We got Bretton Austin. Is this not not good? No. I thought you knew that. Well, I I know WrestleMania 13 is known for the Austin and Bret matches. It's considered one of the best matches of all time. It's a five star. But then the, the rest of the cards you tell me is trash? Yeah. Oh, that's that's disappointing. Well, I mean, what do you expect from this roster? This roster sucks. It's just top heavy. Like, it's super top. Like, this, um, you know how I told you I enjoyed the hour Raws for what it's worth? So, because they featured mostly the main event players. Yeah. Or, like, people that you care about. 
now that it went two hours, oh my god, there was so much time given to, like, people you don't, like, that me or, like, the audience didn't care about either. Hey, Mark Merrill did a good job tonight. Oh my goodness. Mark, Mark Merrill didn't do it for me. Flash Funk didn't do it for me. Who else, who else was... Was on this card. Savio Vega got like. Savio Vega didn't do it for me. Three segments tonight. Oh my, dude! There's too many, and and that's another. There's too much nation on this episode, man. Yeah, too na- many nations like having the NWO, but nobody cares about them. No one cares about the nation. All their matches are the same. Yep. <laughs> give give me the. Can, I wanna. It's like I'm watching this and I'm like, can we fast forward to the good stuff? Like, the main event was good. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, it was cool. The, the segment between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels was really oh, good. Oh, man. That, I'm, I'm watching that and I'm like, I'm really glad we're getting Bret and HBK for WrestleMania 13. And then I'm like, no, wait. We don't get this match till Survivor Series 97. And we oh, don't even get a real finish. Can you imagine, like, do you see, like, they have, they have like, such animosity. Like, you just want to see these two in a feud. Like, oh my goodness. Is they actually, like, this is this was the, this was the, like, actually 100% confirmed, like, 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 they were supposed to face that mania, right? Yep. Prior to, oh my goodness. Let me, let me, um, I have Bret Hart's book. Let me find it. And that's, and that's what he says. You know what? Okay, for next week. I'll I'll pull out quotes from Bret Hart's book for Thursday Raw Thursday. For Thursday Raw Thursday. Yeah. We also get a promo uh to end the show telling you that next week is Thursday Raw Thursday, just in case you forgot. Yeah, it's not like they've played it seven times during their two-hour show. But yeah, this was this was the Royal Rumble Raw in Toronto. Yep. Thursday. So as as I play Thursday by the weekend, let's give our star ratings. Okay. Wait, let me. So the opening this. match of Vader versus Steve Austin. I I enjoyed this as a segment. Like I just treat it as a segment, not even a match. It's not a match. It wasn't a match, dude. I, like I I enjoyed it for what it was worth. And it um. You know, you, I don't think you could, like, if you had it as an actual match, like, it just, like, you had to keep all four competitors, like, looking strong into going into the match. Oh, for sure. So I knew it. So I, so I knew they couldn't afford to, like, have a clean finish. But then, so I'm, I, I, you know, can't really argue with what they did here. It was a quick, like, match slash a brawl. But I'm not going to, I'm not even going to rate. It's just a no rating for me. Yeah, okay, zero. Same thing. You, like, it's not, oh, it's a non-match. Okay. Yeah, it was more. It was a brawl. It was just a fight. It yeah. was a fight. Flashpoint versus Savio Vega. Half, half star, buddy. I I feel you on that. I'll go with the half star. You go with the half star. It's you know, it's like this is just an example of of their roster of their weak undercard at the moment. This was this was a prime example, man. And honestly, we're only giving this because of the uh, the high flying moves that. Flash Funk showed us to end the match. You mean, wait, wait what, was, what was his ECW name? Too Cold Scorpio. Too Cold Scorpio. That's, that's the catchy name. Okay. Too Cold, man. 
next match on the docket, we had Doug Furness and Philip Lafon versus Owen Hart and British Bulldog. This was my That's preferred title match of the evening. Isn't that your match of the night? It's not my um. It, uh, I I like the main event more than this one. Okay. Like this had the better work rate, but I was w- more entertained by and invested in the main event. But yeah, in terms of work, I think this was the best. Like like I uh, I, I keep saying this when it comes to these guys. I think these four guys like they're they're all good workers. Every time we put them in the ring together. You know it. Um, it continues the and it um this like it continued the dissension between Bulldog and Owen, while keep while protecting Furnace and Lafon from actually lose finally losing. Which, but so I they don't care about Furnace. That means and they'll still. Are, <laughs> we're trying to make you care about them. Make them care. Make you. They care don't about even them give though. them an entrance. They don't <laughs> the even know what they have entrance? a theme song. <laughs> you don't even know their peeps. I don't even know if they have one. <laughs> we should, I bet, I, well, I bet their theme song is pretty good. Alright? Well, yeah, I'm going to give this match a... Uh, it gets a one and a half for me. Yeah, I'll give it a one. One, that's fair. Next match, Kona Crush versus Goldust. No, um, never. No. Half. These are you know bigger bigger names than Flash Funk and, and uh Savio Vega, but still not quite at the it's like the typical Crush Nation match, man. Yeah. You have you have interference from the from, I believe Vega does the running in this match, right? Yeah. Yep, Vega does the running and. You know, like whenever you when, like this is what I'm saying, man. Whenever you see it, like a nation of domination member in the ring, you know there's gonna be a running, and it's it's just getting it's getting so tiresome, you know. I just I, like it's just so it's just so repetitive, you know. But yeah, um, I'm gonna give this match half. You giving it a half? Half. Yeah, I'm with you, Ver. The Sean Michael segment. Do the Salt Bay meme. Do the Salt Bay meme with with Dave Meltzer throwing stars on this segment. <laughs> they threw all their stars on. They threw, that's where all their effort went to this one. This one segment, dude. This is what '97 is. This is like we have such good main eventers, and like we could put on really good main event matches. Like the rest of the card is just like trash. <laughs> it's just waiting. So bad. Helmsley and Mark Merrill. Helmsley, Mark Merrill. Um, I give it a one in a quarter. I give it one in three. It one in what? One in three quarters. Ooh, on that verge of that too, huh? On the cusp of it. Was this your favorite match of the night, though? Uh, no. The main oh, the main event. You, least, so you like the main I event? Like this match. Okay. And main the main event. event um, you know, the main event between Far- Farouk Mankind versus Ahmed Johnson and two stars. The Undertaker. I liked it. This was a good main event. A solid Not, two stars. It was. A, it was like. Um. 
you know, it so you could say it was like a lot of things going on, but like I feel like it like it was still like it still worked, you know. You did you had you had the run ins, but it was a no DQ match and the face team still went over. As which said. I liked. We we got to see use of the giant two by four. Yes. <laughs> six four six guys running away from one guy with two by four, man. Hey man, look how big that thing is. That's bigger than uh um What's his name? What is it's a bigger man. Yo Oh my goodness. <laughs> So I'm I'm assuming people ran from Hacksaw Jim Duggan too. Yeah, well his two by four has nothing on Ahmed. Uh, and yeah, the crowd was this was the this the crowd like other than uh, the the crowd was obviously loudest for the the segment between Bret Hart and and Shawn Michaels. But yeah. in terms of like Invested in a match, the crowd was super into this match. I do hope that, like, Brett had a dark match that night. Yeah, it'd be a shame if the crowd didn't get to see Brett actually compete. Or HBK had a dark match that night. Because, no, I mean, I they're dressed think... up. I wouldn't be surprised. I think we're in that era right now. Like, we're all... Well, I, I'm just going to save this from what I've seen so far as we're... They're like their main champion doesn't doesn't wrestle for doesn't wrestle on TV. Yeah, for free. It, that's how it is in the nineties. Like you don't see your champion a lot because, like, you gotta pay to see the champ at like a house show yeah. or at like a on on pay per view. Like even when Sid was a champion, I don't think we see we did we seen him wrestle until the the Rumble. He only cut promos. Yeah, Sean's only cut promo. Well, he's he will be competing in a title match at oh, Thursday week, Raw Thursday Thursday Raw Thursday. So. A lot of hype for that, but yeah, um, this episode of Raw was it was it was I wasn't wasn't the the what like it was saved by their main event players, but their undercard brings it down a lot. Yeah, I I can't wait for to to review Thursday Raw Thursday. Oh, Thursday Raw Thursday looks like it's gonna be a great episode of Raw. Yeah, I mean, I think I was more excited for this Raw just because it was in Toronto. And it's in the Sky Dome, but it's like, we've had better Raws than this. We've, yeah, we've had, we've had better Raw. The Raw, the Raw after the Rumble, still the best Rumble. Even the even the earlier Raws were pretty were better than this. Yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully they break this trend of, oh, we have we like we like our undercard sucks and our. And our main eventers are the only thing you should care about. But I, I mean, well, we'll we got see. a prom- we got promising up and comers like Hunter and Rocky, and I haven't seen Rocky for a bit in a while on on Raw at least. Yeah, I don't think we've seen him since the Rumble. Not since the Rumble. He had a, he had a, and he had a pretty good run in the Rumble. He was like almost at the top. He was like he wasn't Final Four, but he was like one of the last people in the Rumble. Yeah, he's probably like Strowman. Stop. Yeah. I think we'll end on that. Next week, Thursday, Raw Thursday. We'll see you on Thursday. And I just want to remind everyone. Cena and AJ at the Rumble was not better than Cena and AJ at SummerSlam. Ooh, you're still on that? And it's not better than Cena and AJ at Money in the Bank. And it's certainly Ooh. not better than Kenny Omega and 
Kazushka Okada. So you could stop with that Bulgari Dudley. Come on, man. You got you got a solid four and three quarters from Meltzer. He got four and three quarters? Yeah, got four and three quarters. No way. Let me... The first... I was checking that. I'm going to check that right now. All right, all right. It's the first four and three quarters WWE match since the triple threat match with Cena, Rollins, and Brock at the Rumble two years ago. Um, What did Rollins, Reigns, Lesnar get? Same thing, four and four three quarters. Okay. I was more. I was pretty surprised when I saw the Reigns Owens match got a four and a half. No, it was a good match. That was a good match, man. Four and a half. Yeah, no. that was a good match. I liked. I liked the style of Cena match better than that match. I mean, it was a good pay per view. It was just like at the end, yeah. like In everybody's anti-climactic possible. But hey, apparently they're um they're turning Roman, so Yeah. Yeah. Well they should. Well I mean he's he's facing Taker, so I mean I heard Taker got hurt from the rumble from that little rumble run he had though. He did not look good. <laughs> hey man. No, people this... will always people will always cheer the Undertaker. Four and three so... quarters? Yeah, man. I don't know. It felt that match didn't does not feel like a four and three quarters. I have it as a four. Ooh. I had it as four and a half. I liked it for what it's worth. I don't like it better. I than I, I did. I liked the SummerSlam match better. Though. Way better. But maybe it's just because uh, the right guy won it SummerSlam. Um, I'm wondering that too because I do like the finish of Cena doing like. An AA and then a sunset flip yeah, into that the was, second that was, AA. That was a clean spot. But, like, where I fault it is, like, it didn't transition well from, like, the beginning of the match towards the end. Like, it was like we got the, the slower stuff and then we just ramped up into the finishers. Oh, the, 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 the kick out? Yeah. The, the close, the close, the, the, the false finishes. I like this. I like the submission spots. The, the submission, the chain submission, though, too. Mm. There, it wasn't as good as their SummerSlam match, but I liked it better than their Money in the Bank match. No, I like the Money in the Bank match better. But then, like, because yeah, I like that. I like that part where AJ was basically literally out wrestling Cena and running circles around him. Oh yeah, just for. Yeah, I was enjoying the match until. The and then I like the that AJ running. went over dirty because if AJ went oh, over yeah. clean with all the taunting, it would have made Cena look weak. Hey man, Cena taunted AJ pre pre Rumble and won. What he did apologize on this episode of SmackDown though, so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So what are you looking more forward to, WrestleMania 33 or WrestleMania 13? Oh my gosh, um, both cards. Oh, this card. This I only know. I know. I'm looking forward to rewatching the Austin. I haven't watched that match in its entirety for for like years now. It, so I'll get to fully appreciate it now. Uh. I I'm interested to seeing the build up. Like, cause right now it looks like like. For at least um, 97, Rob, it looks like they have like they can have, potentially have a strong card for this year. 
Yeah. Uh, for 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 WrestleMania 13. So I want to see how like I want to see how you save it. They bunk they they fumble it. Yeah, and WrestleMania 33, man, it's looking. I'm gonna be honest, it's looking like oh, it's looking like it's gonna be a bad card. Even though honesty. they have the potential to make this the best WrestleMania they have, they've this ever is, had. They have the best roster they've ever had. Honestly, this, they have the pieces to challenge Wrestle Kingdom 11. They, they do. They to do. challenge it, not yeah. be better, just to challenge it. But they, but then they turn it into part-time mania. Why? Like, um, I'm reading reports like where Ambrose isn't supposedly has nothing on that mania. Probably going to be the multi-man IC title, IC title match or the Andre the, the Andre the armbar. Aren't you excited? Uh, for Styles, Styles and Styles Shane, is with Shane, which I hope they really change. John Cena's in a marriage in a, in a couples tag team match. Yep. And then you have and then they supposedly they're supposedly gonna close the show with Goldberg Brock. Oh, they are gonna close the show. Not supposedly. With, they with the match with the title on the line. Yeah. Yeah. I my. Uh, do you think the crowd's gonna be hot for that match? Um, I don't know. Oh gosh. I mean, uh, I mean Reigns got but I don't think they'll like them fighting for the title. They don't need the title. <laughs> We've got Samoa Joe versus. <laughs> I can't say. Oh. Oh, but Joe, they, I don't they, know. Did they? Is there a report for Joe right now? Who's he facing that mania? I don't think so. Is there a report? Uh, no, I've, I've been, I've, what is there for him to do on Ravo? Does he get the Triple H match instead then? Why? I don't know. I, I, they're they're going to have Triple H on this show if Rollins, even if Rollins can't make it. I don't it. think, I think the Triple H program is dead for now. Oh yeah. Oh, it's dead again. This it is why they be. should, they, oh my goodness, man. They wait. This is one of the more poorly booked. Apparently, story, apparently the idea lines. pitched was Joe and Triple H, but I don't see how. They'd have to turn Joe face. I don't, I don't see which, like which how would be Joe... hard to do since he just injured Rollins. Exactly, I don't know how Joe would would turn. I mean, I you mean... can just have him be like that, like lone wolf type of character where he just like, oh yeah, yeah, I took him out for you, but I don't work for you either, and he's and it's like. Just becomes like a destroyer of everything. But let's have Joe versus Sheamus. We're gonna have Sh- we're gonna have Sheamus and Cesaro probably facing that main. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot that the Rumble. Yeah. Who faces so, the club gosh. for the tag titles? Hmm. Who faces the club for the tag titles on the pre-show? Oh, dude, they're gonna be on the pre-show. It's a Raw. This WrestleMania is gonna be six hours with everything not not like. Important to WWE happening on the pre-show. That's that's. Doesn't this kind of make you happy it. that Shinsuke Nakamura is not on the main roster right now? Um, a little bit, but um, I'm pre- I'm pre- I'm confident in saying that I'm gonna predict that Shinsuke debuts on the Raw after Mania. So yeah, I I feel like he's gonna lose again to Bobby Roode. To, I don't Bobby feel Roode, like yeah. He should because he can't. Back. He's gonna be a three-time NXT champion. No, nah. come on, no way. No. But NXT is going to be weird without Shinsuke because that roster is just... Uh, it's falling. I, I wouldn't say it's bad, but like... It's not bad. When you it's compare not, it to what it's NXT. been... I'm, I feel like they've been spoiled. They've had too many good pieces together for too long. 
Oh, this will give them the opportunity to 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 trying to make more homegrown guys at least. Well, yeah, but now you've got you've got Roderick Strong, you've got Bobby Roode, you've got Cassius Ono, you've got Eric Young. So you still got you still got the in those the the veteran indie guys, but then you can now you have the opportunity to create like more people like Ty Dillinger, like like and then just like homegrown guys. Yeah, when I see this mania card and I see the plans for like. The really good workers. I'm just like, I'm glad Kenny Omega is not coming over yet. Like, or the Young Bucks. Like, stay where you're at. Build your name there. Yeah. Because you're not going to have time. Like, come on. AJ Styles is going to face Shane McMahon. Um, I'm still... That's the one match that I'm hoping gets changed. Oh, I don't like, think so. I think that's set. Set in stone? Yeah. Oh. Cause I'm just, I just like think that if that match happens, AJ's gonna put over Shane. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I get that feeling that they're gonna want to make keep Shane as like one of their top guys in terms of like in like kayfabe. This is where, a like, he's where actually I don't a really know if wrestler. I want people over because I feel like I'm gonna be upset or just disappointed midway through, and it's just gonna kill the mood. Oh yeah. <laughs> sort of like how AJ lost at the Rumble, huh? Yeah, Did like, you... it was disappointing, but, like, I was looking forward to the Rumble, and I thought Jericho was going to win it all, but... Hey, but then there, there goes Ray... Oh, man. I, I don't care he... for Randy Orton, so... Would you say that Reigns at 30 is, is one of the worst Rumble spots of all time? Didn't I call it, though? You said Reigns? I, didn't I tell you it's not going to... At 29, I was like, it's not Samoa Joe. It's going to be Roman. <laughs> oh, man. They had, the, they had the chance to make a legendary moment, man. Because that was the very spot was like was no, the I mystery like, spot. I like Joe's, the initial plans for Joe better than like him debuting at the Rumble just because. Well, what were Joe's initial plans? Like what actually happened to, on Monday. Oh, to, to feud with Rollins yeah. for a bit at Fastlane? Yeah. Who do you think would have won that match, though? I don't know. Because uh, Rollins has to look strong going into Mania. But, Joe but then I can't. Lose. I don't think you have. You, you can't have Joe lose his first match. Paper like first match on the roster. All right, let's let's end the episode. All right. Thursday, Raw Thursday. We'll see. Shout out to Jonas.